It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. Hour number two of Light the Tower on the Horn. Jeff Howe, Cameron Parker, Craig Way still vacationing. Cam, I was reading up more on the, the TikTok judge that got himself in a bind. Apparently, in one of his TikToks, he had a Nas song playing through, as he walked through the courthouse wearing a Beavis and Butthead t-shirt. It's one of the complaints lodged against him. Is he in the cauldron for you? No, he just... he's. Can we, can we create a separate... Area for yeah, because I was gonna say it's not really a Darwin. That doesn't deserve a Darwin Award either. I don't know. There's got to be a separate one for asinines who use social media and who are unbelievably stupid, especially when you have a job as a public figure. You know, I, I forgot to tell you guys this about my trip to Disney World. So one of the things it, it probably just goes in the cringe file, the ultra cringe file. Because one of the, the, the cringiest thing, I was, of, of all the cringy things you think you'd see at Disney World, by far the cringiest, and it wasn't even close. I saw people, Cam, more more often than not girls, uh, that were having, like, legit social media photo shoots inside Disney World with, like, Epcot Center or Cinderella's Castle or whatever in the background like posing and you know making sure the lighting was right and the hair was right I'm like like you paid all that money to get into Disney World and this is this is what you're doing with your time this is what you decided to do with your Wednesday do you think they enjoy if it? I didn't have a five-year-old I, I'll be honest if I didn't have a five-year-old I would have no reason really to go to Disney World do you think they enjoy it because like if I go to like a sporting event that I'm working it's like in the back of my mind, like, yeah, I need to post on social media. But at the same time, I don't really like it. I'm there to actually like, either do my job or watch the game. I don't really want to post. But I know part of it because your boss are like, hey, let's get some you know, social engagement. media. Let's get engagement. Engagement, engagement, content. engagement. How do you enjoy that? Like, I, I don't. Like, there's no way, like, if you constantly, everything you're doing is being recorded. Like, there's no way you enjoy that. No, i tell you what I enjoy is, like, on my Instagram account where I get, like, a I'll buy a card or cards, plural, and get the package in the mail, and I'll open the package and see what's inside and have a nice little mail, that's how you mail enjoy reveal. It, yeah. That's what I enjoy doing. I don't really enjoy. But that's just for, what, 10 minutes? If that. And, hey, speaking of, with threads, you now can connect your thread account to the Instagram account, but it's all owned by Meta. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. I think threads is going to be perfect for you, Jeff. I think everyone, what's uh, what's your username on threads? Jeff Howe twenty four seven. That's my handle on all of my except Facebook. I think it's just my name, but I I, I roll incognito on Facebook though. And I, I'm Cameron D Parker, by the way. I've got I got to have one. I've got to have one social media platform where I can ha- let my family have access to pictures of my daughter. And Facebook is that medium for me. Twitter, I use exclusively for work. And, yeah, I'll retweet and like some BS things. Instagram, I tend to keep that more for, you know, stuff I'm a fan of. Like, it's a lot of UT football shorts and 
what I put on the, I put on the, uh, I think I did my story the other day. I found a, I found a reel of a, a compilation of Wilford Brimley just saying diabetes over and over again, and I put that as part of my Instagram story. So that's it's kind of, it's kind of stuff I do on Instagram. I'm it's more of the stuff. More, it's more of the uh, the jackass variety, if you will. I'm waiting for CB to follow me. I'm surprised CB wasn't the first person to find me on Threads. How, how many people follow you on Threads right now? I think I'm at twelve. You're twelve. I, I created the account and I already had six people following me. Like, how is that possible? I think there's an option to like follow everybody that you follow on Instagram that has a Threads account or whatever. I don't know how all that. Works, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't go for that. Hey, you know what people can go for though, Cam? A free copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Right now? Right Not now? Right now? Okay. When we go to break. So before you come in here and chow down on some donuts, we're going to. Give away a copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football at the end of this segment. Um, somebody asked on the Specs text line, is the judge a Republican or a Democrat? I'm not sure what that matters, but does not say in the story. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else on the Specs text line? Uh, be- <laughs> on the uh, Britney Spears, Victor Wimbanyama security incident. Big Crit fan says, got to protect those twig shins, boys. Understandable. Uh, Police Chief Cantu, thank you for chiming in. Uh, Jeff Mudd, I don't think I'm going to repeat that on the air, so thank you, everybody, for your uh, your contributions. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. John of the Bay asks if I have watched Greg McElroy's interview with Sark. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I watched just about all of it yesterday. I think there was a couple minutes that I missed where I got distracted and did something and left like the last two minutes of it. Um, let's see. Any response? I guess this is a response cam to my Disney World revelation. It says, uh, there's a, there's a reason that vanity is one of the seven deadly sins. Plenty of people out there that not only enjoy, but need constant eyes on them. I folks am not one of those people. Trust me. So, uh, yeah, I just, it's just really weird. Or like, you know, you see that, like you see that walking around Austin. Like to me, there's a difference. Between the family that wants a picture, right, of somewhere they're at or taking a picture of your kid, especially at a place like Disney World. Like we took some pictures of my daughter standing in front of Cinderella's castle. Okay, she's five. She loves Cinderella. To me, that's acceptable. There's another there's a there's a difference between that and like being downtown and like somebody following you with like tens of thousands of dollars worth of video equipment and camera equipment. And you're doing an impromptu impromptu photo shoot on the street. It's just cringy, man. I just just. This makes me uneasy thinking about it, Cam. It's the massive, this is the contrast between my generation, generation below me, and then yours. Where everything, you know, mine, mine below is, you know, everything's got to be recorded right. Everything you're doing is on social media. And for y'all, y'all can just have a good time without your cell phones. I've kind of turned into old man yelling at cloud yeah. in a lot of ways because especially like a baseball game or a concert, those are really the two, the two areas where I notice it is people that will stand up and record like a big moment on their phone. Like, when are you ever going to go? Or like I saw it at Disney world too, going back to Disney world, like people recording like the ride, like while they're on, they got their phone. I'm like, when are you ever going to go back and watch that video? When are you ever going to do that? What one little snapshot will suffice. I was the guy at concerts when I first started going that would record every song, you know, it's like, I got to have the song recorded. 
And I've gone back for maybe a few for big moments. But besides that, it's like, why did you record the entire concert? I'm like, so you can hear yourself singing off key. Yeah, dog. It's so bad. you can be it's the same mistake. Now, now gotten to the point. Maybe I'm just older. It's just trying to enjoy the moment, right? Especially at, at football games, because I think possibly a little bit for me was like I I didn't get to go to a lot of Texas games growing up. So when I was able to go, mm-hmm. it's like man, I want to have this big moment on camera and all this. And now it's just like you know, you try and enjoy it. So I think I enjoyed the Alabama game. I didn't record anything that game, and I still it's going to be probably one of the best games I've ever attended in my entire life, and that's without any pictures, any I... videos. I've done that a couple times, but like on the road trips, especially for me, I don't usually record anything on road trips because I, w- I want to soak that in. Like yeah. whether it's been Notre Dame or the Coliseum in Los Angeles, going to the Grove at Ole Miss. Uh, this texture, the same for fireworks shows. That's ridiculous. I'm Who right. Who the hell with ever you. rewatches a fireworks show? Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, says, I'm probably one of your worst listener type slash consumers of content. I still take great joy in not having an Instagram, but my job doesn't necessitate it. I, I, mean, I don't have TikTok, man. My life has been pretty good without it, I think. Yeah, my wife uh, my wife uses TikTok. But my, my wife is a principal at a, for, for middle school kids and high school kids. You would be, you'd be honestly surprised how many incidents she has to deal with based on something that happened on TikTok. Well, I mean, kids pull their phone up and they'll just do their dance, skit, whatever, in the middle of class. And she'll, t- she'll tell me some of this stuff, and I'm like, and they thought it was a smart idea not only to do that, but to record themselves doing that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Kids, I, I just tend to think. Just goes back. And I'm, I'm just saying kids in general, like when I was a teenager, could have said the same thing about me. I just think all, all teenagers are dumb. 99% of them are dumb. You know what's gotten a lot of good clicks this morning? What's that? The insider piece on Horns247.com. I see you trying to get me back on topic. Thank you, Kim. Let's go ahead and do that right now. Let's get into this hour's edition of the Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Where do you want to start with the insider, Cam? Again, you can get over to Horns247. Uh, it is, it's, it's either that or the Ethel Horton commitment that is our lead story on the site right now. If not, I'll go ahead and make the insider our lead story just so everybody can get over there and follow it. An easy place to find it. Uh, where do you want to start, Cam? You just... you. Play point guard here, and we'll we'll discuss whatever. So it's kind of in the the heart of this article, but for me, it's the offensive line and how it's kind of come into come into shape here. So it sounds like from from this piece that right now Cole Hudson has been taking snaps at center, mixing with Jake Majors, and then also the Westlake product Connor Robertson, who's coming up, I believe a wrist injury, wrist surgery. He's mm-hmm. also taking snaps at center, but it looks like right now that the offensive line you're going to have. Kelvin Banks at left tackle, Hayden Connor at left guard, which we kind of knew going in. Center mm-hmm. position, we thought it would be Jake Majors, but looks like it's going to be Cole, Cole Hudson, and that means that right guard spot probably going to be DJ Campbell, which is huge because he was the one guy we figured, how is he going to get on the field? Because he looked really good against Washington uh, in the bowl game, uh, another spring practice. You figured he was eventually going to put himself in the starting rotation. Looks like he already has it right guard, of course, with Christian Jones at right tackle. Yeah, uh, the the Hudson thing working at center is interesting, and, and I don't know, I don't know if camp, camp is probably not enough time. Just in my head, camp is probably not enough time for him to overtake Jake Majors. But I think if you look down further in that camp, I think that is preparing for the fact like Jake Majors could be done after this year, mm-hmm. like whether he pursues an opportunity you know playing professionally or just decides to move on whatever's next to me jake's 
He hasn't already. He's getting to the point where he's graduating. So at that point, it's guys decide, hey, maybe I'll grad transfer. Maybe I'm just done. Take a shot at pro football, whatever. I think this is them saying, you know, Cole Hudson's still one of our best five, but so is DJ Campbell. Maybe get DJ Campbell, just keep him working at right guard and see if maybe in 2024, if Cole Hudson could be your center. So if week one was today, who do you think would be the starting five? I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be left to right. I think it would be Banks, Connor, Majors, probably Campbell, and Jones. Wow, okay. But it does seem like from, from this piece from Chip Brown that Kyle Flood likes to have three centers, and that's because mm-hmm. with this move to the SEC, you know, the, the biggest gap from the SEC to other you know, regions, other conferences is – there is no one like defensive tackles in the SEC, no, so that man. means you got to have big, strong centers. And I think that's been—I don't know if it's been an issue, Jeff, but I can't remember the last big physical center. I mean, I don't, Dominic Espinoza and that Dom was in the probably the three, the mid three hundreds, like three ten ish. Okay, so but yeah, he wasn't—it really. wasn't like—and I like Dom, but it wasn't like he was just yeah overpowering. Yeah, um, Lyle Sinline was a different kind of center. That was 09. Yeah. No, actually, Lyle Sinline was 0506. Lyle was only the starting center for two years. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Chris Hall was another. He wasn't, I wouldn't say Chris Hall was just overpowered, just mauled dudes at the point of attack. Uh, I'm trying to think. Just run it through my head. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, the closest thing Texas has had to that, again, Lyle Sinline was a multi-year pro in the NFL, was a different kind of center. I mean, dude, is it Zach Shackelford? Yeah, that's probably it. You know? He was were, the most consistent. Yeah, yeah, and it just injuries kind of piled up on him. And he had a little cup of coffee in the NFL with, with Tampa in a preseason. But, yeah, and, and, you know, there's been guys they've recruited um, that they thought had a chance to, to be centers. I mean, Trey Hopkins was recruited – Back in 2010, with the thought that maybe he could play center, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a thought that maybe maybe Connor Williams could work some center. And funny because both those guys play center in the NFL. Yeah, it just so happened though that Connor Williams there was just such a need at left tackle. I mean, yep. he was he was with the ones his first spring, and it's like wow, Connor Williams must be pretty good. And you're looking around like, dude, there's literally nobody else. like who's gonna who's gonna step up and take his job. There was nobody at the time capable of doing that. Uh, the offensive line depth was. Far cry then from where it is now. Uh, yeah, I think this is more about getting figuring out who your center of the future is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's an interesting deal with – because you know Hudson can play guard. So I think it's about manufacturing depth, looking to the future a little bit. And the other thing, backup center is one of those positions. You never think about it until something happens to your starter. If something happens to Jake Majors, who's the guy that's going to go into a game? I think at that point the staff, it sounds like they probably might want it to be Cole Hudson, but it could be Connor Robertson. Hayden Connors worked a little bit of center. If you remember, and I don't think we ever really saw it outside of maybe a spring game, like Junior Angulao for the last couple of years worked center. Mm-hmm. We just never, I think just wanted to get him used to snapping the ball and see you know, if it came to that. He could, you went down a couple centers. You at least have somebody that you felt confident could execute a snap. But, yeah, I, I think that's true. Like, And if you watch pregame warm-ups too, you'll see like three or four centers out with the quarterbacks. So they've got guys. They always like having guys. Kyle Flood does it. Uh, Kyle Flood and Sark that can snap the ball. They're capable of it. So curious to see what happens then in in fall camp with that. Yeah. The other big thing from this piece, I think, was 
hearing the reports about Fernand Broughton, Alfred Collins, how they're treating this season, even Xavier Worthy, the the term used from Chip Brown's source, contract Contract year. Contract year, yeah. And did Alfred Collins, it's never been about talent with him. It's never been about measurables. It's just, can he put it all together? And Broughton a little bit of the same. I, I remember, it's funny, because Vernon Broughton committed to Texas, so Vernon Broughton was class of 2020. So this would have been Big 12 media days back in 2019 when he committed. And I remember saying at the time, you know, Broughton, and then it, you know they, we knew they were in on Alfred Collins at that point. Like, these are the kind of guys that you you go win high-leverage football games with these guys on the interior. And we've seen them flash that ability. But have they shown it on a down-to-down basis consistently? No. My big concern with the defensive line, and again, this is part of it in the insider too, the total package that you get with Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy, not just the skills on the field, the skill sets and the motors and, and everything that comes with those guys, but their leadership too. It's kind of more of a got more of an edge to it in terms of their leadership. You know what you're going to get from those guys every snap, and I'm not so I'm not worried at all about uh, Sweat and Murphy being able to replace what you lost with Coburn and Ojomo. I'm worried about. Can Collins and Broughton with Trill Carter mixed in and maybe a Aaron Bryant or Zach Swanson, one of those young guys, Jare Bledsoe maybe situationally, can the rest of those guys give you what Sweat and Murphy and on down the depth chart gave you last year? That's what I don't know about this D-tackle room yet. That's why it's pivotal. If you can be legitimately too deep at the defensive tackle spots, you should have, once again, one of the better interior D-line groups in the country. It sounds like Bo Davis and PK are confident, though, in this heavy D-line package. I think uh, in the piece it's T-Sweat, Murphy, uh, possibly maybe even Sadir Mitchell coming in four guys Mm -hmm. who are going to be big on, you know, short yardage or red zone situations, Sweat, Murphy, Collins, and Broughton. Yeah, that makes sense because Collins has played – Wider shades. Uh, Broughton played some of that in high school, not so much since he's been at Texas. But, yeah, that that makes sense. But the edges is the one part. Is that what you're probably most curious about coming out of fall camp? Just the, the ed- edges. Just the edge spot opposite of Sorrell. I mean, I, I feel good about Baron Sorrell. Baron Sorrell had a really productive year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that other edge spot. And, again, I think you probably moneyball it a little bit, just maybe on an opponent-by-opponent basis, figure out whether it needs to be a little bit more Ethan Burke and, and – Maybe Colton Vosick that week. Maybe a little more Finkley and Tap. Maybe a little more Bledsoe if you're playing a, a Kansas State or an Iowa State that utilizes bigger personnel that wants to get heavy on you. So yeah, I'm, I'm worried about that one a little bit just because you know can can somebody emerge? Like we talk about running back, right? Like I, I think if a thousand yard back is going to emerge, I think it's going to be Brooks. If somebody at that end spot opposite of Sorrell has pick a number like five or more sacks. I don't know. I can't tell you right now who I think it's going to be. I don't have a good a good answer for you. One guy who's probably going to emerge will be Anthony Hill, and it sounds like he's going to take yeah. over that demo spot on the weak side. Um, will play in a lot of pass rush situations this season. Now it looks like now maybe that could, I'll just talk about edge. That could that could alleviate Hill. some of the problems. Yeah. But it does sound like so far from from spring and summer workouts, Anthony Hill is the guy that Texas thought he was going to be when he committed. I think he and and Leonga LaFau both. I mean, I mentioned it back in the spring camp. You know, this staff, 
they everybody was focused on Anthony Hill, but with both of those guys, Hill and LaFowl, this staff felt like they hit two grand slams in recruiting. Like from day one, those guys were everything they thought they would be, just in terms of the kind of dudes they recruited, the type of athletes they are. And then once they got on, once they got the pads on, once they got into spring practice, they realized, all right, these dudes can bring a little bit. Even even like what little we got to see during spring practice, we being the media, the little portions of practice that we were privy to, uh, you could tell Leonga LaFowl, like you could, you could see there was something there. Like obviously Anthony Hill's a guy that jumps off the screen, but you could see like, yeah, there's something there with LaFowl. Uh, and we haven't even seen, you know, Samaje Burrell or the other guys. And again, a guy, yeah. a guy that I really like at linebacker still, man, I, I still, I still think Maurice Blackwell is going to give this defense something of significance this year. It sounds like maybe him or David Benda could be in that will spot alongside Anthony Hill because I don't think Anthony Hill is going to be the every down starter for Texas in this first. No, year. I, don't, I wouldn't even. I don't even think he's. I don't even think he's going to start. Yeah. at the outset. So just, it might be what Mo Blackwell or David Benda. I don't even think Derek. If I remember right, I don't even think Derek Johnson started Game One as a true freshman. Granted, times were different back then. But, again, going back to, like, the Conor Williams thing, Malik Jefferson did because no one else to you, start. Didn't, you didn't have anybody else. That was it. That's all you had. Um, trying to think other really good – like, Jordan Hicks didn't start as a freshman, but you still had you still had quality linebackers. You still had Manny Hacho and Keenan Robinson and some, and some other really good players, some depth guys at that position that have been around for a while. Um, anything else, Cam? Not from the piece. Uh, again, insiderhorns247.com. Good stuff from Chip Brown on it, but a lot of positivity from it. Now, of course, we could just be all drinking the Kool-Aid, so trying to handle it. tastes good, though, don't it? tastes really good. tastes, tastes damn good. really good. And also, that quote from Sark on Greg McElroy's podcast, make sure you get the name for it in case y'all want to listen to it, uh, Always College Football Podcast, said that Jay Wood has kind of taken over the Roshan Johnson role of the team. Now, did you infer from that as like the leadership mm-hmm. aspect okay yeah yeah because i i would i wouldn't mind seeing jay what come out of the backfield a little bit now of course with the, the, the running back room as big as it is i understand but no i would i would try to figure out more ways to use jay but yeah that is talking more about the leadership aspect but dude if you got that weapon utilize it man no don't don't leave don't leave any meat on the bone no stone unturned uh, we got to turn over one more stone before we hit the break, and we got to get to our Flex update. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, Cam, real quick, what do we have for the Flex update? By the way, shout out to Dr. Eckert and the folks at Brain Vault. Yeah, so keep an eye out. Field for the All Flex watch list. It'll be dropping sometime soon in the next few months. Again, no Flex shows until Friday night Flex returns, but keep an eye out for the All Flex team. I've seen the preliminary list for the All Flex team. Your thoughts on it? That hit my inbox uh, yesterday. Oh, I think think it's a good, it's a really good start for you guys before. That thing's a long way away from being finalized. I know you and... You and Derek and Zach Lucero and Nolan Hogan. Who else is working on that? Chad Who's, Hastings. Yeah, that's that's a really good start, though. Yeah, guys are starting from a really good spot. So, all right, that's going to do it for this segment. Hey, speaking of flex, speaking of high school football, right now, since Cam has to eat ten donuts in five minutes, let's take caller number ten on the hotline. Give him that hotline number, Cam. Five one two four four seven three seven seven six four four seven. 
888-347-7646. Be caller 10 right now and win a copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Donut Challenge coming up after the break on Light the Tower, on the Horn, live, local, and digital, on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Here on Lancha Tower, on the horn, Jeff Howe, Cameron Parker, vacationing Craig Way is out. And since Craig is out, you know we're going to be a little wheels off. It is time for the Donut Challenge. In the spirit of Joey Chestnut, we were talking about it yesterday. Uh, you know, how many of this could you eat in this time? And you know, could you do this? Whatever it is. And then we remembered the time. Uh, we talked about the time that Chad Hastings attempted the Donut Challenge. Ten donuts in five minutes, and Chad failed miserably at that. Uh, I think Tom McKay texted in earlier and said, Chad got to six, quit on the seventh. So Cameron was chomping at the bit to accept the challenge, or were you champing at the bit, Cam, to accept the challenge? I think it was chomping and champing. Both. Tells you how eager you are. Uh, Cam was ready for it. So thank you to Steve and the good folks at the Shipley's Donuts on Brody. Go see them. Uh, I think they close at 2 o'clock today, so we'll get you a cinnamon roll or something while you're on your lunch break. Uh, go there and tell him you heard about the donut challenge on the horn. Uh, Steve's a good dude. So Cameron is going to be here in the studio in just a minute. He'll also give us our winner of the Dave Campbell's Texas football magazine. Uh, we've got Jacob. Uh, Jacob's going to film this and Jacob, we're just going to just go out all, on all our socials, right? Oh, yeah. Twitter, YouTube, YouTube Instagram. Instagram, the whole deal. So if you miss it, if you're not able to watch on Twitch right now where this is streaming live, you'll be able to get it later. All right. Cameron is in the studio. He's getting set up right now. We got the donuts right here. Cam, other than opening this box to show you what was in here, just so like you don't think I put, you know, anything nefarious in the box. You saw what it was, so you already got a good look at it. Now I told Jacob to move those because I thought you were gonna sit at the other one, but okay. Such is life. Let's get all this stuff moved, the Bucky Godbolt remotes and these extra headphones. How many remotes do we need in the studio? Good lord. We only got three TVs in here. Why do we need nineteen remotes? Make sure we have the Hallmark channel off so I don't have to watch that. We'll there we go. There we go. Right, I think right. we're good. All right, Cam. So does the mic stay on here? What's going on Yeah, here? keep the mic okay. on. Uh, we'll, we'll Apologize sure for my chewing. This audio is, is going out. So, okay, so what are you going to drink? What's your? I, I told you, I didn't have any com, any complaints about beverage. I was going to say, you got to drink this, you got to drink that. I was going to say, whatever you want, Cam. Whatever you think is going to help you wash these down. I had we'll some do coffee, but it's definitely too hot. So I'm going to put, can I get some water? Sure, yeah, go, right. go get you some water. I'll get you some water. Now, here's the deal. I want you to be in here while I say this. The timer will start on the first bite. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to start it, and then you got to sit there and look at it and wait. No, on the first bite, it's kind of like oh, when you're timing a 40-yard dash, you go on first movement. We're going to go on first bite with Cam. So uh, anyway, just a quick rundown. If you missed anything that we talked about that related to actual things going on on the 40 acres into the world of sports, uh, get over to hornfm.com when the show's over. Cam will have the whole show on the podcast page. In the first hour, we talked about Ethel Horton and his commitment, Ethel Horton and his commitment to Texas over Kansas, the final piece of the roster that Rodney Terry and company needed to add to put themselves in a position for a strong 2023-24 season. Uh, we also talked a little, believe it or not, talked a little bit of NBA Summer League, talked about the five Longhorns who were voted preseason all Big 12 ahead of Big 12 Media Days next week. I believe the conference predicted fin- predicted order of finish will drop today uh, at some point. On top of that, we also talked uh, in the first segment of this hour, 
we talked about the insider at Horns 24-7. By the way, you can go to Horns 24-7 also, and we've got an, I've got an Ethel Horton write-up on his commitment to Texas. But you can also go there and get the insider piece, which is where Cam, all those tidbits Cam and I talked about last segment, that's where you can find all of those. The, the Anthony Hill stuff, the linebacker stuff, all the stuff about the defensive line, the offensive line, it's all there at, uh, at Horns 24-7. And that leads us up. Oh, and also get over to FlexATX.com, FLXATX, getting ready to put out the uh, Flex preseason watch list, which is going to be out in a couple of weeks. So as Cameron gets back in the studio and gets set up, Cameron, are you, are you ready? I'm trying to get this Twitch camera set up, but apologize because it's J- not set up correctly. That's John in the base says Cam is pacing around like he's Joey Chestnut. No, he just needed to go get him some water. Let's do this thing. All right, Cam, before you start, I just want to ask you, those three emotions that I talked about you're probably going to feel, doubt, regret, and, and shame, shame, have any of them set in yet? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Are you Are you, who's, who's keeping the time? Here? I'm keeping the time. Okay. I'm just going to start Just start a five-minute timer on the old iPhone. Let me get in position. And like I said, I'll start on the first bite. So, Cam, whenever you're ready, five-minute timer so you can see there's nothing nothing shady going on. All right, Cameron, just whenever you're ready, we'll start the timer. And the first bite is down, and the time is running. So we're going to see if Cameron can do 10 donuts in five minutes. He's putting the first one down like a champ. Did you cool the coffee down a little bit? You can just shake your head yes or no. These are big. Yeah, there's, those are huge. Uh, Steve asked me, he said, uh, what kind of donuts do you want? You want kind of the, the smaller ones or you want the big old fat ones? I'm like, the biggest, fattest ones you Aww. got. We're gonna, we're gonna make this. Room. But see, that gives you room, right? That gives you a little wiggle room. If you don't finish, you can blame me. So, first one, we'll consider that down. One down, nine to go, and there's twelve there. So you don't have to eat all twelve, obviously, Cam. Unless you get to the end and you just want to. Uh, Specs text line is open three three seven three seven seven six. Cam, in your uh, in your lifetime. You know, you you're a play by play prodigy. You I'm kind of eating Jeff. You, you, know. you want to do radio? You can just shake your head yes or no. Uh, did you ever think in your life that your professional career would involve a donut eating contest, a donut challenge? I've wanted to do a food challenge bit on this show since we started, and I could never get Craig to commit to one. Not that we took it seriously, but this is why Cam's going places, folks. You want to know why Cameron Parker is a sought after member of the Horn family? This is why. He's one of the do, biggest donuts I've ever eaten in my entire life. Do. Those, those, dude, those are huge. I didn't realize how big they were. Those are that's like that's like a Mark Henry sized donut. Dare I say an Andre the Giant sized donut. They're pretty big. Two down the gullet. You got uh, old Cam. Not liking where I'm you're at. Trouble. You're under three and a half minutes, and this is number two going down the gullet. See, if if you get to five, I'll be I'll be impressed. You gotta at least get to seven. You gotta at least do more than Chad did. He's going with the strategy now of breaking them up in pieces. So he was going halves. Yeah, you can dunk it in the coffee if you want. Whatever you got to do to get them down, man. I, I don't. I, you know, you get cameras getting texts coming in. I'm sure people are listening to this and are probably either, either extremely impressed, extremely disgusted, or some mix of both. Thought we we're gonna thought you were gonna lose a donut there, Cam. You just just give me a just give me a head nod. You good? We good? Okay. All right. Number three. We're we're at like two. We'll call it two and uh, two and the two thirds. The Cameron is through as we. Oh, Cam, you're. I I don't like where I don't like the pace you're setting. You're coming up on two and a half minutes to go. Coming up on two and a half minutes, and number three is about to go down. See, it's you thinking you had ten minutes to do this is is what was wrong. I, I wasn't prepared for this. Eric Rains from Coke FM is now in the studio watching every everybody, and I I just saw I just saw Dave in the hallway, poking in. 
Bevo Lance, Jason, we're working on that game warden guest. Uh, we'll pro- try to have that. I'm trying to have that either for Monday or Tuesday. But uh, those folks, this is a busy time of year for them. So, well, uh, again, efforting is how I'll describe it. All right, where is Cameron at on the timer? All right, Cam, now your pace has picked up two minutes to go. Two minutes to go. Uh, this is, I believe, going to be number four. I think you got at least got to get through six. So that way you cannot be mocked by Chad Hastings. Dunk it in the coffee. I'm totally good with that. Eric Rains, give me a thumbs up if you're enjoying this back there. Two, That's two thumbs up from Eric Rains down the hall. All right. Jacob, you got any thoughts on this? This is disgusting. This is one of the worst. Jacob does ever look. Ever. Jacob does look absolutely disgusted. Like the look on his face. I'm just here to judge the competition. I I have no I have no dog in the fight. I have no take one way or the other. I'm not disgusted, nor am I overly impressed. I'm whelmed. How about that? I'm just whelmed by what I'm seeing take place in front of me right now. A minute ten to go for Cameron Parker. I don't think he's going to get to ten donuts. And by the way, his head shaking. I don't. I don't think Cam is in is in good shape at all. Number four is we'll call this four and like I don't know three quarters or three and three quarters that are down. There's number four. Number four down the gullet. Let's see how many Cameron can get in this last final. Forty seven, forty six, forty five seconds for Cameron Parker. Cam, you can just shake your head. Yes or no? Is this is this more than you thought it was going to be? Did you to did you bite off a little more than you could chew? Yes, literally he has as he dunks his donut in the coffee. 32 seconds, 31, 30 seconds. Uh, CB, I don't know if he's nauseous yet, but Cam doesn't look like he's, well, he just shook his head yes. We do have two trash cans over here. So, Eric, we at least got him out of the booth. That way if he yarfs, he doesn't yarf all over the production equipment. So that's that's me looking out for the company. It's heads, I think that was heads up playing by me. 10, 9, 8, 7. Six, five, four, and he is thrown in the towel with two seconds to go. Cameron will – all right, we'll call that – what are we calling that, Jacob? We'll call it like well, – I'll give him four and a half. Uh, I'm giving him yeah, four, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, doubt came after the first donut. That's tough. That's real tough. When did shame set in? Well, Jeff wasn't found the, the most dense donuts of all time in the Austin area. Well – were they at least good? Mm, yeah, of course. You can never go wrong with Shipley's Donuts. There you go. And thank you to Steve over at Shipley's Donuts. All right. Well, Cameron, uh, I'll give you. Doubt, shame, everything's crept in. Everything's crept in. <laughs> Dude, your face looks red like you've got like your like your blood. I've sh- never eaten that much in my entire life. Like your, blo- short like your blood sugar is probably like in the 800s right yeah. now. Like you, it's looking, you're looking a little rough. Good thing that basketball court has been completed across the parking lot because I'm going to be there for like an hour just <laughs> Trying to burn these donuts off. After you take a nap. So, Cameron, anybody that thinks they can do the 10 donut challenge, what what would you tell them if they think, oh, Cameron's a wuss, I could do it? Uh, I mean, if it's these donuts, I don't know, because they're, they're tough. Round Rock donuts, maybe. Krispy, I think it was Krispy Kreme. I would probably have gotten to like eight. Isaiah said Krispy Kreme would have been the easiest. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay, I'm going to try one of those Shipley's, just the straight-up glazed donuts. I'm going to see how... How dense they are. All right, Cameron, good job. Thank you for being a, a great sport and participating. I'm just I'm sorry to let my family down, um, <laughs> fans down, all those listening. Uh we'll be the back. State of, the state we'll of be North back, Carolina. We'll be back better than ever next year. We'll yes. try to get next summer. We'll we'll do it. We'll shoot for next summer. Maybe you'll be up for another food challenge at some point. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the one if you if y'all are gonna talk me into doing one, I think I'll do something with the Chick fil A nuggets. 
I think I'll just sit here with like I think it's like two hundred Chick Fil A nuggets. Can you do them in two hours? In two hours, yeah. So, so we'll the, start the show with during you. the course of a show. Can I eat two hundred Chick Fil A nuggets? Jacob says no. Jacob says no. I don't know if Jacob I could do it, no. but I'd be willing to try. I'd, I'd take one for the team. That's how dedicated I am to the craft. All right, take a break. Come back. Close out this edition of Light the Tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Thought we had somebody in the control room, but we do not. Cameron, we good back there? There we go. Yes, we will be back to close out this edition of Light the Tower on the Horn. defense i'm gonna defend cameron here i had to first off i had to find a donut the camera didn't drip coffee and slobber all over in that box cameron those are some extremely thank you dense thank donuts you. that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that's why we need a rematch here you want to you want to redo yeah, I'd be down. So maybe I should go back to Shipley's and tell Steve, like, I need some of the lightest. Give me the lightest plain glaze. That that might be the move. Because I'm getting, man. Ooh, the, the Specs text line uh, did not hold anything back. That's for sure. You're getting lit up, Kim. It, was, it wasn't a great effort. I'll, I'll agree with that. <laughs> um, you didn't weigh yourself before or after. How do you feel right now, Kim? Because can't. For those of you who don't see Cameron Parker, if you're not on Twitch or you haven't seen a picture of Cam, Cameron's a pretty fit guy. Like, Cameron keeps himself in shape playing pickup basketball or whatever. When's the last time you felt just this? this well, probably all-you-can-eat sushi after uh, Sushi Janai. The last time I did that. But, I, I mean, I, I want to get back in the ring, though, Jeff. I, I want to – I got to prove – I got to prove the, the doubters wrong. You know, the haters wrong. So who's whose UFC career are you gonna have? You're gonna have CM Punk's where he gets back in the ring and gets knocked out again, or you're gonna have like the Brock Lesnar career where you lose your first one and then you go on to win the title. It's probably gonna be like Brock. You're, right? you're gonna be Brock Lesnar. APD number one says should have got a should have got a cop on Twitch to show y'all how it's done. Uh, those are APD number one's words, not mine. Uh, Beaver Lance Jason, uh, impressed? No, jealous? Yes. Longhorn Bear says Joey Chestnut is laughing his ass off. At this attempt, hey, Cam, don't worry. If you can't finish, I'll bat clean up for you. <laughs> Sincerely, Bob Cole. It's Bob down the hall. Bob would finish off these donuts. When there's, I ate one, so there's six left. And six and a half of one. The half of one that you put down at the end. Feels like such a disappointment. Like the mo- Oh, Cameron, they're comparing you to the ball that fell in the outfield at Sunken Diamond. Dang. Dang. Well, I mean, I, I didn't make a big game, but... Texas comes up a run short of Omaha. Cameron can't eat 10 donuts in five yeah, minutes. I was, I was five and a half donuts short, so I don't know how that compares to uh, Omaha, but that was has got to be up there, right? It was more like some of those Texas... That was more like Oklahoma last year against Texas. It just You thought you had a chance, and maybe there was a moment of daylight, but once it got shut down, you realized, nope, it, is, it just ain't your day. Yeah. It just ain't your day. A lot worse. You having to eat dense donuts was the equivalent of Oklahoma having a quarterback last year that was... Uh, incapable of completing a forward pass. So Krispy Kremes would be much easier. That from John in the Bay. Thank you, Stoner. I definitely because those uh, weren't the regular size donuts. Thank no, you, oldest eye reporter. These were the huge. big ones. 
CB, yeah, I think we got to do a we run CB back. says, I think you go Krispy Kreme next time. One texture says, all gas, no excuses. See, Sark is on the no excuses tour this year. A lot of people saying you should go Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Quick question, when does Craig return? Craig is back next <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> the one texture says, <laughs> like, I can't take this anymore. Bizarre Dale Dudley says, Cam, take the rest of the day off. Cam does get the rest of the day off. He's going to go play some pickup basketball, get to flush the toxins out of his uh, system. I don't think that would be a good idea. I probably get take a nap. Half a game in, I'll be yakking on the side of the court. Let's see. Uh, get plain glazed. He can do it. No, he didn't. Uh, he, we didn't give him cake donuts. They were plain glazed, but they're they're pretty dang thick. So Cam would have crushed at the ten regular Take, size. Hold, hold it. Hold it up glazed. to the switch camera. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to grab the donut, but look. Just look at these, man. These are good lord. These are big. There's a lot of dough in these things. So yeah, there you go. See, that's the size of donuts we're dealing with, and they're they're dense too. They're dense. That's right. You got you got to learn from your failures, right? Kind of like me, right? kind of like you me learn taking from your failures. The, what did Kobe Bryant say? Kind of like me taking math in high school, just a little bit dense. <laughs> Which Kobe quote are we talking about? What about failure? You take you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, though, Cam. Isn't that Wayne Gretzky slash Michael, Michael Scott? Scott? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're uh, we're coming down to the <laughs> bizarre Dell Dudley. No excuses. Then finish those damn donuts, son. So, Cameron, what's on deck for the rest of your day? Probably just going to contemplate life after failing that donut challenge, Jeff, you know? I'm, <laughs> my, in, I'm in a dark place right now. I'm like Ben Simmons in a dark place right now. My brother Joe, who's an aspiring competitive eater, says worst attempt at eating donuts ever. Wow. Wow. We got to give you a chance to See, make I, this I right. See, I should have known. I, I think I, if I go back and do it, I got to dip the uh, the donuts in the coffee first. Like, I got to get everything all Do you feel like, because you kind of got a little pace going. Once you did after, that. After like the second one, I was like, this is not working. And I think I realized, man, I should have been dunking them in the cup a little bit earlier. It's all right. That's a lot of bread. That's a lot of yeast, yeah. a lot of dough going on. So, But Cam, I, I give you give you an A for effort. I'll take it. We'll, we'll be back. I promise everyone People want you to weigh yourself. I, I, want you to, I want you to go like get a... Go down to like get you some diabetes testing supplies <laughs> and check your blood Like Go down to Total Men's and check your blood sugar. I'll take some of my grandpa's Insulin afterwards. Want to know? Want to know what that is? Uh, Longhorn Bear says, "Dang, uh, those are the ones we buy for the church. The kids cannot even finish one. So you do four you, and a half of those. Bear. It's like doing eight or so of the regular donuts. Yeah, so, I think I think it goes to ten. Blame you want to blame somebody? Blame me. We'll get Cameron a redo, and we'll do the ten. It's it, this is this right here, Cameron. This is your five and seven season. If you're sorry, okay. This is your five and seven. All right. No excuses on the next one. About that." Oh, police chief can too. Cam is the Dak Prescott of eating donuts. <laughs> don't ins- don't don't insult Cam. Don't insult Dak Prescott like that. Not that there's anything wrong with your effort, Cam. Now, if you want to say Cam is the Tony Romo of eating donuts and just letting you down, then I'll I'll go with that. But I'm not gonna disparage the good name of Dak Prescott. Can you get heartburn from know. donuts? Yeah, dude. Okay, that's definitely right I'm pretty sure right if now. you eat that much, that, is that the fourth trait after uh, shame? Is heartburn? Uh. After shame, it's probably a trip to the bathroom, just, and that's where pretty much where you're going to be the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be out of the studio because Chad and Zay have to come in for their program at the top of the hour. Again, go to, get over to hornfm.com if you missed any part of the show. We'll have Cam's Donut Eating Challenge on all of our social media platforms when Jacob's done with that so you can actually see what it looked like to see a man try to consume 10 donuts in five minutes. 
which, again, he could not do. And get over to Horns 24-7 if you missed any of the Texas football or basketball talk today. For the vacationing Craig Wade, for Cameron Parker, I'm Jeff Howe. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back tomorrow to light the tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app at hornfm.com.